Hello. Greetings to you, my dear friends. I think it is in order to say good, I mean, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, even though it is not here yet, but Merry Christmas anyway, for we look forward to celebrating that uh, wonderful occasion. And uh, I pray that uh, we shall all be safe, even as we travel, that we shall receive, continue to receive God's grace and his blessings, even as we reunite with our families, uh, up country and all within the city in celebrating the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ. Now, today, um, you know, as you know, we have been um, going through the book of Romans, and I want to continue to do that. But for the time being, in order to give room for us to consider Christmas, uh, we shall suspend our discussion on the book of Romans for the time being up to the new year. Uh, and now let us uh, therefore today give um, attention to the message of Christmas, or at least to the, to the season that we are in now, the season of Christmas. And, and we are going to trace Christmas from the Old Testament. So we are going to read the book of Genesis, chapter 28, verses 10 to 22. Genesis 28, verses 10 to 22. Shall we pray? And dear loving Father, as always, you, you have blessed us. And we look forward, O oh God, to your blessings this season and even in the new year, and the years to come, according to your very own promises in Christ. Help us, O oh God, to seek you with everything that we have, and everything we do in this, during this holiday season, I pray that it may be to the honor and glory of your holy name. Open our hearts now to receive your instructions this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now our reading is from the book of um, Genesis 28, verses 10 to 22. And the word of the Lord says, Jacob left Bethel. So Jacob left Beersheba. I beg your pardon. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out 
to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All people on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will, not, I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called the place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God and this stone I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Amen. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Now, my dear friends, let us try and, and break down a little of what we have said, because actually this is the whole story of the Bible, the promises of God. I mean, God the promises he has made to us and um, the, the, the way to realize or to actualize uh, these, um, these great promises. And so our topic is standing on the promises of God. Now we have read about uh, Jacob's dream. And as I said, we are going to trace Christmas from this story and from the Old Testament, really, but uh, basically on this, on today's uh, reading. Now, um, in verses 10 and 11, we are saw that Jacob set out from Beersheba. with the intention of going to Haran, which was a distance of about 800 kilometers or 500 miles. Jacob was a man on the run for dear life because his brother had vowed to kill him after Jacob had cheated him, him Esau, out of his inheritance. At sundown, Jacob rested for the night at a remote and rocky place 
which he later named Bethel, which means God's house or the house of God. And then verses 12 to 15, we read, um, as he slept, Jacob had a dream in which he saw a ladder reaching from heaven to earth with angels descending and ascending on it. And furthermore, God stood at the top of this ladder and God spoke to Jacob and God blessed Jacob with the same blessing he had blessed Abraham and Isaac, his father and his grandfather, uh, you know, respectively. Now, um, and so in so doing, therefore, Job, I mean, Jacob inherited uh, the promise that God had made to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, that he would, he would give him, um, you make him um, a father of a great nation. He would give him um, descendants, new, I mean, great numbers of um, descendants and all that. Now, um, so, um, so it was Abraham who was first of all commissioned to be father of a great, um, um, of a new nation, a new creation, you know, a people and um, people of faith and obedience to God. Um, and, and, and this is what was called, I mean, the, 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 this promise was to be fulfilled through what God called the seed of Abraham. And it is through this seed of Abraham that all nations of the earth, not just Israel, make you, but all nations of the earth would be blessed. I would like us at that point to start asking ourselves, how have the nations of the earth been blessed? Now at Bethel, Abraham blessing and commission were passed on to this man, Jacob. And uh, at Haran, God promised that he would, I mean, God, 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 I mean, uh, at this place, God uh, promised Jacob, uh, that's where he was sleeping. Je uh, God promised uh, Jacob that God would prosper him and that he would bring him back to this very place, on this very land uh, upon which he had um, laid his head uh, for the night. God actually gave Jacob then the land of the Canaanites. Now, as we know, it was through Judah, one of Jacob's sons, that Jesus was born. Jesus is the seed of Abraham, who is mentioned in Genesis chapter 3. Through the gospel of Jesus Christ, all nations and families of the earth have been blessed and they are to be blessed. So that answers our question. This is a great promise. This is a great blessing that was made to Abraham. It is not a multiplication of the nation of Israel alone. It was not a, a blessing that was um, that was that pr was privately made 
to the nation of Israel alone. The promise of Abraham was a promise that was made to all the nations of the earth, that they would be blessed through the seed of Abraham. And that seed, my dear friend, is none other but the Lord Jesus Christ. Ultimately, the blessing and the commission were passed on to the, to the followers of Jesus Christ, which is his church. The promise or the promises of God that were made to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob are our promises. They, we have inherited as the church of Jesus Christ. We are the beneficiaries and the recipients of this promise. The salvation that we have, the salvation, the forgiveness of sins, the blessing of the Holy Spirit, the promise of a future life with God in his heavenly kingdom. This belongs to whoever believes in Jesus Christ. And whoever believes in Jesus Christ becomes part of the body of Christ, namely his church. The Apostle Paul writes as follows. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen? Galatians chapter 3 verse 28. Let me read that again. If you, my brother, and if you, you my sister, belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promises made to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob. Amen? Let us pray the Lord God Almighty for that uh, gift to us. But the question is, what does Jacob's ladder teach us? Now, we have just heard that Jacob was running away from his brother Esau after cheating his brother of his inheritance. Now, so what does that tell us? He was a liar, a thief, a conman, a trickster. He was dishonest. He was a sinner, in other words. And his guilt, his sin, is the one that caused him to run away from his brother. Jacob, my friend, was a man of mixed character who did everything both right and wrong with a lot of zeal. As we have said, he, has he deceived his own brother and stole his brother's inheritance and then, and, and, and also Jacob uh, worked 14 years in order to marry the woman he loved. If you read the, if you read the, you know, the, the whole story of Jacob, you see how he himself was cheated by his father-in-law and he had to work 14 years in order to, 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 to marry the, 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 the girl that he truly loved. And then Jacob, after staying away for a long, long time, needed to go back home. And at one spot, 
he wrestled with an angel the whole night and it is and the, and the angel blessed Jacob and changed his name from Jacob to Israel now the 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 promise of God therefore in this particular respect is 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 in fact what what has been captured in one of the old favorite hymns that the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives we have just noted although that was not in our message this morning how Jacob's name was changed from Jacob to Israel and Jacob was made the, 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 the heir to all the promises made to Abraham and Isaac. And yet this man, we have also said he was a sinner. He had cheated his brother and had to run away. And we have said he was a dishonest person, therefore. Then how is it then that he is the father of our faith? How come that God blessed him so much? You see, this is a point of our, of our message. This is the whole point of Christmas. That any sinner who hears the message of God and truly believes that very moment he is forgiven of all his sins, that he, is, he becomes a new person, a new creation, That is what we are celebrating during this period of Christmas. And so there's a great, um, I suggest, or I propose actually, that it is, a, it is a great offense to God when we celebrate Christmas by doing the very evil things that, 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 that cause Christ to die on the cross. It is completely to disregard uh, God's grace and God's faithfulness. It is to be dishonest with God. When you receive the blessing of salvation in Christ Jesus, and then we live like the people of the world, in wild parties and drinking and, and wild merrymaking and, 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 and doing all manner of evil things, we are lying not to people, but we are lying to God. God made a promise to Abraham. He, made, he passed out that, that blessing to Isaac, and now that blessing has come to, to Jacob, and that uh, blessing has come to us. God, my friend, keeps his promises. He keeps his promises. The promises he made to Abraham from Genesis chapter 3 onwards, God has fulfilled, and he's continued he continues to fulfill. And any day, any time when somebody puts his faith in or her faith in God, he is added as to be part of Abraham's family. Number two, this tells us also that God um, is ever watching over his people. Remember the story of Israel? how God watched over them for 40 years in the desert, 
how he fed them and provided for them such that their shoes and their clothes did not wear out. God makes his promises to watch over his people, to keep them safe, to provide for them, you know, to, 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 to take care of their needs, both physical, uh, mental, and spiritual. On top of the ladder, Jacob's ladder, Jacob, in a, and in a, it was in a dream, but I, I believe it was also like a kind of a vision. Jacob saw God's angels descending and ascending, you know, descending from heaven and then going up there. And then at the top of the ladder, God was there. He was watching over Jacob as he slept. And he was going to watch over Jacob all along the way. And all that period he would be away and bring him back to this land where he had, you know, uh, slept at night according to God's own promise. The sight of God on top of the land, therefore, is a was Jacob's assurance that of God's presence, of God's presence. Let me say there then that this is, having inherited this, this blessing ourselves, then God promises us of his enduring presence, ever watching over our lives uh, and, and, and protecting us from all manner of evil, and all the tricks of the devil. My dear friends, finally, let's talk about Christmas. What is it all about? God did promise to bless all the nations through his seed. And we are saying that um, all who, are, who have faith in Christ are Abraham's children. And therefore, we have inherited the blessing. That is what Christmas is all about. God promised to send a savior. Because Abraham's seed, we need to underline that, is not Isaac, is not Jacob, it is not anybody else, it is Jesus Christ. So Christmas is a confirmation that God has fulfilled his promises to the people of Old Testament and also the people of our day, the people of old, old New Testament times and, uh, and, and, and to those of us who live now and who will live after us. As long as they have faith in Jesus Christ, that is the critical point, uh, you know, of departure from um, the, 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 any other teaching. That is the truth according to the promises of God. So um, to us, therefore, God has promised also um, many great things. And it is up to us to step out and, and receive these blessings. But they are available only in Christ Jesus. My dear friends, the year 2022 
has surely been a difficult year. I believe we said the same thing last year about 2020. I would like to think that we see the same thing in 2020 about 2019. 2022 has been a difficult year. It is still difficult. All indications are that things are going to get from bad to worse. In other words, we should not, I mean, unless God uh, uh, you know, changes things around, we should expect then these difficult times to continue next year and the coming years. The question is, what shall we do? My friends, shall we survive? Well, we have just been talking about Abraham, how he believed God, and how God kept his promises to Abraham and to Isaac and Jacob, and how God has, is, is continuing to fulfill his promises to his church. We said, and I'd like to, uh, to, to underline this again, that, uh, you know, according to that, the, 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 the reading from, um, the, the verse from uh, Galatians, um, that, that those who believe in Jesus are Abraham's children and heirs according to God's promise. We are God's children and heirs according to God's promise. This means that all the promises and blessings made to Abraham and his offspring now belong to true believers in Jesus Christ. According to the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus' other name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus is God coming down from heaven to earth to be born and to live among his people. That is the true meaning of Christmas, my dear friends. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ this year, therefore, let us all ensure that Christ has been born in our own hearts. I don't know, my dear friend, how things have been with you uh, personally, but you may, have, uh, you, you, you may be going through you know, um, a period of certain trouble or problem or sorrow or grief. Since COVID uh, broke out, many of us have been affected in many negative ways. Some have been affected by disease, by the disease itself, by COVID, and some have died. Companies have closed down and many workers have been sent home, have been laid off. Their families need food. They need to pay rear rent. They need to pay other bills, school fees, hospital bills need to be paid. And yet the, the family's breadwinner has been laid off work. How will they survive? How will they survive, my friends? Mind you, we're not talking just about, about one person. We are talking about many, many people in this country and the world over. My friends, let us be sure to stand upon the promises of God. Because we have seen that God keeps his promises, that he will be with those who belong to him, to, to, to him. He will never leave them nor forsake them. And he will continuously protect them and provide for them. So rest assured, my friend, 
that God in Christ knows all that you are going through and God wants to help you. Jesus will help you if you will let him. Jesus is the one who said, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I'll give you rest. The trouble is, my dear friends, many of us have no regard and no need for God when things are going well. We only seek God's help when we are in trouble. My friends, God cannot be deceived nor taken advantage of. Just listen to what he said. Or do you not know Just listen to what, uh, to what God said and the promises he has made and know that these blessings are, are, are yours in Christ Jesus. My friend, do you know Jesus personally? Therefore, let me ask you, do you know Jesus personally? Do you know that Jesus is able to help you with your issues, whatever they are? So then let us stretch out our hand. Let us open our hearts to Jesus and receive him into our lives by confessing our sins and receiving that gift of salvation in him. My friends, in Christ Jesus, God is only a prayer away. And so Christmas, as a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ came to earth to seek and to save the lost, lost sinners. Many of us listening to this message, many of us, uh, you know, going up country to celebrate Christmas are not born again. So what are you celebrating? Let Christmas be a celebration of our new birth in Christ Jesus. Amen? Praise God. Thank you for listening. Father, we have heard your voice. It's my prayer, O oh God, that indeed those who do not know you will get to know you through the word we have read and, 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 and the scripture, I mean, any part of the scripture indeed. Lord, I pray that you may bless your children. Many of them are struggling like anybody else in the world because we, the world is still a sinful world, full of sorrow and troubles. Stretch your hand, O oh God, your protection and guidance and provision to those of your household, oh God, who I need, and that is talking about everybody. And this I pray in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our loving Savior. Amen.